This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do a podcast. Why the hell not? It's like it's Monday and it's a beautiful Monday and we got a summer Friday coming up this Friday. Oh, hi, Jerry. So uh, I'm seeing on the news, uh, news reports, that Rutgers University, Jerry, is on strike. The uh, teachers are on strike. Yeah, I saw 9,000 faculty. Yeah, faculty. So that includes, like, the full-time teachers, uh, the adjunct instructors as well, and then some other sort of... It was, like, it's just historical because they said it's the first time that all three groupings went on strike together. Now, I immediately... Like to me, if I I have I'm not fully sure what's going on, why they're striking. Neither am I. Neither am I. Although it tends to always be about money, but if I'm a student there, I'd be like, "What the fuck? What the who the what the?" Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I know. And without getting into it, like without having, without reading, right? We don't have the intimate details. We don't have the intimate details, nor would I if I was a student. I think. I generally would be upset with the people on strike. Yeah, no, like, I, hear, I hear you. Absolutely. My teachers aren't here? Because this is not something you expect at all. Right. But I can also tell you that you and I both know this from uh, being offered adjunct teaching positions, that these schools, Rutgers included, and all tons of schools across the country that have high tuition, they pay the adjunct instructors like, $3,000 a semester. Not great money. What is that? I've been offered a couple. Yeah. Um, and the money is not good. It's just not good. I don't think. I think for the work you have to put in, I don't I don't think it's even close to enough. Right. So then where is all of this tuition money going to? Administrators? I don't know. I don't that know. feels weird, too. I do not know the answer to that. Especially when you've got a college that's got, I don't even know, what would you say, 50,000 students? Right? Some of these big yeah, colleges like have it. like 50,000 students, yeah. don't they? Yeah. And if you're charging $50,000, and I know they all don't pay that. I know. The in-state people pay a lot less. But these tuitions are a lot of money. I don't know. I And I know it costs a lot to run it, too. I'm not stupid. I understand that. But it does seem like there's a massive amount that gets – I'll give for an example. I had read somewhere – hold on. I'm going I'm to do what you hate just because I want to be, be accurate. I want right. to be accurate. That's fair. So when you look at – the Ivy League is notorious – for charging unbelievably high rates 
correct? Okay, yes, I, I would agree with that. So let's do first Harvard tuition for 2023. All right. Is the base, the base is $55,000. If you stay there and then you've got student services and health services, you got to add another 19000 to it. $72,000 a year. Now, I get it's Harvard. I understand that. But that is an awful lot of money. Now, after that, I'm going to ask you what their endowment is for 20, where they're at. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Do you have any idea what their endowment is? An endowment meaning How money? much money they have saved. No, I know it's a lot, though. As of October, according to the Harvard Crimson, their endowment fell to two point three. Billion dollars. Yeah. So you've got billions of dollars in the bank, yet we keep increasing everything else. I, I don't know. I know. I was reading that about Princeton University. Oh, they that, must, I'm sure that they, they have enough money that every student could go for free from here on out. Yeah, I, that does not surprise me. Yeah, the whole college thing is very strange. Like, I'm I'm so thrown off by the whole college. Yeah, thing. the amount of money it costs. The degrees are essentially mm, worthless. Unless you have a very specific, listen, if you're going to go to be pre-med and then you're going to go to med school, you're going to go pre-law, you're going to go to law school, or you're you're going for a very specific engineering, but you're going to liberal arts, communications, English, literature, yeah. history, like what are we doing? Can I, can I correct myself? Yes, you may, Jerry. Their endowment fell $2 billion. Oh. Their endowment currently sits at $53 billion. $53 billion, and they still charge. Here's the top. Listen to this. This is the top 10. This is money schools have saved, and you've got homeless people walking around in this country. Yeah, it's very strange. Harvard, $53 billion. Yale, $42 billion. Stanford and Princeton, $37 billion. MIT, $28 billion. Penn, $20 billion. I mean, you add up these numbers, and it just keeps going on and on in the billions. Yeah. It's weird. Wow. College is very well. I'm, I'm glad I went to Kane University. I'm I think it costs I'm, like $2,000 a year tops. I'm with you. I cannot tell you how excited I am. Like when my son came to me, came to me and my uh, me and my wife and said, would you be disappointed if I went to community college to start? I was like, uh, no. How about I give you a contract where you can't change your mind? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I said, you get, it's, how about you go for two years there and then go to Rutgers? I said, that'd be great. Are you can't because and I even told him you go there for a year. Maybe you decide like my nephew is an electrician. He does great. Like maybe you decide you want to be an electrician. The hell with college. Go to a tech school and learn your craft. Like I'm good with that. I hate God college. I'm yeah. Especially want- if you're a if your parents saved up a five twenty nine and there's actually money in there. It, you should not get out of college with debt. Because it's you're starting life out in the hole. Unless, again, you want to come out with debt and you're a dentist. Or a doctor. A doctor. A lawyer. Yeah. But if you're coming out of school with $80,000 or more in debt and you're an English major, you're what right. are we doing? Now, I was very lucky. My parents paid for almost all of my college. Same, same here. Um, I did not I did not come out with much debt at all. A little bit. Not much. I went to radio. Right. My first job paid me... $22,300 a year as an adult. I mean, I ain't chipping away at anything there. I could barely buy groceries. So, yeah, I'm with you. It's, I know, but also our parents, they we were very fortunate that they did yes. pay. But I went to Kane, 
and commuted. Yes. So, okay, so what was that? Now, I went to Uppsala before it shut down. Yeah. They, because of because I was going there to play baseball, I got half tuition wiped away. If I remember correctly, tuition, I think, was 16000 to go there. And I think they paid eight for the first year. And then I quit. And then I had, they had to pay sixteen. Yeah. And they did that for two more years. And then I went to Jersey City, which was like two grand. Yes. I think my father thought he hit the lottery. <laughs> yeah, I think Kane, when I went, was under two grand. Yeah, I believe that. Those state schools, they were. That long ago. 100%. And then when I went to Indiana State, I went there because they offered me a scholarship, so I didn't have to pay for classes. And then they paid me to teach public speaking, which paid for my uh, an apartment. Board. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you did it the right way. Right. And right you way. can do it. You just have to. You'll be creative. Creative. Be searching. And, and, you know, but sometimes I also understand a kid coming out of high school that wants some freedom, wants to go somewhere cool. Sure. You know, but if you've got to take on the debt yourself, it's tough. And so I don't know what exactly is going on with Rutgers. All I know is that uh, both you and I, if we were offered to teach a class there based on what they pay, we would not do it. I'm not doing any teaching unless it's it's a specific number. It's too much. It's too time consuming as an add on. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've been, as you have, been offered adjunct to go teach this class for a semester, and they want to pay less than what we'd get for an appearance. Correct. Right. A weekend appearance somewhere. That takes three hours. If yes. That. If that. I know. Yes. And then, you know, how much work are, like, let's say you and or I did take one of those classes on, knowing they're not paying us anything or very little. Mm-hmm. We're not going to put a full effort into it. You get what you pay for. Right, really. and then the kids are paying all this money for tuition. And the professors and the doctor teachers who are the best of the best, they're doing research and are not teaching the classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bizarre. Very they're a very strange. strange setup right yeah, now. Yeah, very strange setup. Trade school, that's what I say. Oh, man. If you can figure out if, if, if that's for you, if that's something you want to do. Yeah. You know, I do think... I think if you're going to own a business, that's great. I would still recommend, and, and this comes from experience now, if you're going to start a business, my first thing I would tell you is, even if it's at a community college, go take a, take one basic business class. I never had one. I, I can't wait till I get audited at some point with this tiny little business that I have. I might get put in jail. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, Al. <laughs> I have no idea who I'm paying, what I'm paying. I got money coming in. Am I paying taxes? Right. Am I supposed to be... Am I supposed to be charging tax for? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying. I don't know. It's uh, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I would have no clue how to run a business. I can't wait. I got to figure it all. So this year, along with the, along with the registrations for the cornhole league, I ran the calendar sales through it, the shirts. The what a mess! <laughs> I can't wait. I got to download all that paperwork. I don't know what I'm be looking at. That's why when I think of things like who's running the Mets, like what does that accounting department look like? A mess. It, it has have, to be. It has to be. It has to be. Yes. Just trying to keep track of everything. Yeah. No, it's a lot. And at least everything's computerized now. How this was going on years ago. Pen and paper. Think of that. Well, I remember when I was at Middlesex County College my first year, so that had to be uh, the the fall of 1987. Okay. So September of 87. I remember I, I had an accounting class. They were teaching us how to write in the ledger. Like we were, yes. nothing was on the computer. Yeah, yeah. In oh, absolutely. Sure. I remember my dad, so, when he was kind of doing accounting. 
Remember looking at those ledgers, like, yeah. what is this? Right, and then you're writing a checks and ripping them out of the, the ledger book mm-hmm. and having your different columns to hand around. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, being an accountant in 1940, a lot different than being an accountant now. Still a yeah. difficult job, but not like then. Yes. Imagine you make one mistake adding. You're tired. Right. The calculator, you do the calculator wrong, and you keep going, and then you realize at the end something's not right. You got to go back line by line to find it. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Terrible. No so, thanks. I mean, I don't know how long this is going to last with Rutgers. I uh, hope not long. And what that means for the students. It sucks. Like, what if you're a senior? Or not even a senior. You, you've paid your tuition. Yeah. You and get now, a couple days off. <laughs> yeah, now there's like... I guess weird. that's the answer, is that it's just hopefully this will just be a couple of days, and then you get back into the classroom. Yeah. I, are there even classes this week? I don't know the no, answer no, to no. that either. No. Well... No, no, not because of the strike, because of the holiday. They always have these spring and winter breaks I think all over the place. Yeah, I think they actually were done with their breaks. So they probably think targeted this as the return. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I don't know. Don't know. So I'm going to follow that one closely. I've never been part of a strike. Me neither. I've been part of a group that wanted to threaten to strike. Yeah. I feel pretty good that I kind of talked some guys out of it. You talked them out of it? Years back. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Never been part of it. I've one. never been in a union. Oh, I've been, well, the one here. Yeah. And also at the supermarket, I was in the union, which was actually pretty good. Oh, that's cool. You that were in the cool. supermarket union. I was. And you had, like, raises were built into your contract. But the problem with that was, see, this is, again, the good and the bad. The good was, if you came to work, you got your raises. The bad was, there were people there that they felt, I guess they couldn't file fire because of grievances and things of that nature. There were guys that would half-ass it because they knew they were getting their raise. Yeah, that I hate. I right, hate that, that. so that's the good and the bad of it. You know, you would need your boss to go above and beyond to get you a raise that was better than what was written into the contract. Because if you're working, like, you start to look around like, why am I killing myself? Right. If that guy's not working hard. Mm-hmm. And that happens. No, for sure. That happens a lot. That's the bad part of the unions. Yes. Yeah. Lazy. Check the workers, but also. It doesn't reward the really good workers enough, and it rewards the slackers. Right. That it does. Hmm. I had uh, dinner out last night, Jerry, for Easter because I was not feeling well. I didn't want to go visit my family like I normally do. Oh, look at you. I didn't want to be coughing all over my mother and father. They're like 80 years old. So Gina and I ate out at a restaurant. And surprisingly, they were. T- I thought it would be difficult to find the restaurant. They were all open. And well, I, restaurants is a big day for restaurants. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. But I started to think like, you know, I love to critique things, Jerry. You? Yeah. I like You're to kidding. Complain about restaurants and things. And I was talking to Gina. I want to start something called, like, I just want to, instead of, like, trashing places, because that's what I would love to do, but I'm a known person, Jerry. I don't want to go into somebody's restaurant and then trash them. Right. Or trash their restaurant. Instead, I want to highlight places that are worth it. That's great. And, and no matter what, like, what... Like, I'll give you an example. So Saturday, Gina was having uh, her plumbing redone at her house. Imagine that. Pulling all these, a a house from 1922. redone. Yeah, redone. So these plumbers were over. What the hell did that cost? 20 grand? No, it was was way less than we thought. Really? Yeah. Um, We know, but in those old houses, the plumbing's all like in one. Yeah. It's like in one corner, all the plumbing. So the guys did a great job, and we... um, we were trying to figure out what to eat 
the plumbers were there. She wanted to leave them by themselves at the house. So I said, I'll get a pizza and we'll see if the plumbers want. There's only two plumbers. I said, well, split a pizza with the, I'll get the plumber's pizza. <laughs> so we went and we got a grandma pie mm-hmm. or they call it Nona pie. Mm-hmm. It was 20 bucks. It was a giant, delicious, giant square, right? Yeah. Yep. It was delicious. I was like, this was worth it. Mm-hmm. This was $20 high quality pizza. Mm-hmm. Worth it. As opposed to some place that gives you a crap pizza for $15.99. I, trust or me, I'm with you. Going out to a restaurant and your bill's a hundred something dollars. You're like, this wasn't even good. Yeah. No, I know what you I know exactly what you're saying. So like I was so struck by New website. I'm thinking about it. Something like that. Yeah. Because I was in a restaurant yesterday that wasn't worth it. Okay. I don't want to say what it was. No. It wasn't worth it. The food was good. It was not worth the what price. They charged. And the ambiance was not worth Why, it. Why, dead? No, it just, I had a hard time explaining to Gina what it, but we both agreed something is off. Okay. Just something. If you both felt that way, then clearly something was off. I'm going to say something that's probably not nice. If you're a pricier restaurant, there's something to be said about having attractive uh, waiters and waitresses. There is. Well put together. Well put together. That's what I mean. Well put together. Just don't look sloppy. Correct. Right. So you don't mean pretty, handsome. You mean you can't look sloppy. I mean, here's what I mean. As I'm trying to decide what to eat, I go, huh, maybe I shouldn't be eating here. The food might not be the healthiest. They're big. They're big. One was bigger than the next. I was like, maybe I, I legitimately in my head, I was so like, that threw I don't you know. off. It threw me off because I was like, hmm, hmm, what should I order? Because this, I just started thinking about gaining weight for real. And Got then it. there's another restaurant you and I both go to. Oh, is there really? Yeah. Which I won't say the name here. I'll tell you off the air. Oh, okay. Which is pricey. We're talking about the place. It's a pricey place. By the bridge. Can I say it that way? Uh, I don't even know if it's by the bridge. Oh, all right. But it's pricey. The staff is not even remotely attractive. Oh, then we're not talking about the same place. And huh. the clothing is T-shirts. I have no idea where you're talking Shut about. Shut your mic off. I will. No, I've had very unattractive people uh, wow. help me, Jerry. Okay. And there's something about that. There's something about some sort of presentation. I hear you. That I expect when I go to a pricey place. Hmm. Where the food's expensive. And the other thing I was looking around at this place yesterday, like, again, the food, I give an A to. An A on food. Okay. Chairs are uncomfortable. That's a problem. How about this? Paper, tablecloth. Not in when my that meals. makes me feel like a diner. When my entree's $42. Yeah. I can't have a paper. No, no. I can't I'm, have a paper napkins and a paper tablecloth. I agree. That feels cheap. Feels cheap. That feels like a diner. Correct. To me. I don't have a problem with what you're talking about with the waiters and waitresses as long as the service is very good and they're friendly. I don't I don't care. Be courteous and do this in a timely manner and be organized. And I'm good. I don't yeah. care for the paper pl- that's terrible. Yeah. Not I don't nice know. I was restaurant. just I was just thrown off. Hmm. I want, you know, I expect a little I expect the show, Jerry, when I'm out to do. You want a show. I want a show. Go to a strip club and get uh, the get the sushi and eat it off the, the stripper's belly. Well, there's your show. There's a show. Exactly. There's a show. <laughs> there's so I'm thinking of starting it. Worth it. 
And it's going to be all sorts of uh, services. I think it's a great idea. And then what you do, all kidding aside, yeah, then you have links for people to buy it, and you become an affiliate marketer. Right, but I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be one of these people that can be bought. No, no, I didn't say that. You may invite me to your restaurant to see I didn't if it's say worth you it. Can be bought. I said you become an affiliate marketer for things you believe in. Because there's a uh, there's a new Instagram account that I started following in Asbury Park, and it's a it's a these people who go around and try different restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I got a feeling, Jerry, they're doing it for free meals. <laughs> Just a vibe. <laughs> Just a vibe I'm getting. You might be right. Because I've yet to see one where they were like, this is not so great. And you're not even proposing it that way. No. You're basically telling you, if I don't like somewhere, you're not going to hear about it. Yeah, I'm it. not going to trash. I'm not even going to say I'm going to this place to see if Only it's worth it. Only the good. It. Only after I go there yeah. and feel like it was worth it. Because I start. it starts to get up to a point where if you're only going out, if you're going out, couple times a month, you want to go to a place that's worth it. But you also want to try new things because you're like, oh, I know this restaurant Correct. is worth it. Yep. But do I want to go back? To, because I get into a habit where every Friday I'm going to go now go to this restaurant. Yeah, I know. Because you know it's good. Because I know it's good. And then I, Gina's like, we always go there. Well, yeah, because it's good. Because it's good. I will tell you, there's also a part of you or me, in, in my case, where you feel like you want to help someone that does good. So yes. Like we had the landscaping done on the front of our house finally. Kim's been on me for two years to do this. Worth and it? I, not only was it worth it, exceeded my expectations like bath. This center. is what I mean, Jerry. And so I took a before and after <laughs> photo and I was gonna post it and I was gonna tag the landscaping company in it. But I don't know, I didn't I didn't want to be like that guy that looks like I'm trying to do something for Or that you were getting it for free and then Which if, I paid. Right. I, there's no free nothing. But I yes, there's a part of me like I want the world to know. These guys worked their asses off. They were there when they said they did a better than expected job. How about this? We had bricks. We have a little red maple tree in front of our dining room, and there's circular bricks around it. So, you know, they, they dug out all the rocks, and they remulched and replanted new shrubs and everything. But these, this this little paver stone, I don't, I don't know what you call it, um, little tower, was it was basically falling apart. I thought I had to replace it, so I wasn't going to touch it, and I, I thought next job we would get new stone and everything. I come home. They're done. They not only fixed it, there were a couple of bricks that were broken. They replaced them. No extra charge. It looks brand new. Yeah. I didn't ask them to do that. So, like, I feel like I want people to know, hey, this this company, Shore, Shore Lawn Landscaping, by the way, in Monmouth County, phenomenal. Right. They really were. They were great. And it's nice when places exceed your expectation. Absolutely. So Yeah, that's why there's, like, a couple restaurants in the area that I'm shocked they're not packed. Because they're that good. They have such good food. And uh, and then these other places that are packed with crappy food, yeah. which I don't understand. All reputation. Or when places start out well, because there's two restaurants in my area that I'm thinking of that I noticed a decline in the food. Okay. Where it's like they're cutting corners now. But not a decline in the people going there. No, still packed. Yeah. And all they're doing is they're now... Now all of a sudden the um uh, what do you go uh, the um clientele no no I'm chicken like the side the vegetables that I like the the uh, Brussels sprouts yeah Brussels sprouts oh, okay perfect example where the Brussels sprouts this is at two places now I'm no I've noticed this where you if you got the Brussels sprouts they used to be Brussels sprouts cut in half broiled or whatever yeah. now it's just like the shavings of the Brussels sprouts yeah 
they're just, they're giving me the Leafs of the Brussels sprouts. Wow. Two different places, I've noticed. That's interesting. Yep. You're saving money on Brussels sprouts. Yeah, this is what I mean. Cutting corners. Yeah. Cutting and ra- corners. And raising prices on And top raising of it. prices. I know yeah. it's a tough business. That restaurant business is a it's tough horrible. business. It's, it is very difficult. Yeah. All business right now is really hard because the prices of everything are through the roof. Right. Like Kim, Kim, she texted me the other day. She's at the supermarket. She goes, hey, if I buy the Cheerios, are you going to eat them? Because I know you're trying to watch the carbs. I'm like, you know what? I don't need them. She goes, all right, good. I was going to buy them because they were on sale for two for $10. I'm like, two for $10? Like, how big are the boxes? I was like, God damn. I mean, cereal used to be you buy a box for a couple bucks. Everything's like nuts. God mighty. It really is something. That's why I want to be very specific, very um, purposeful in from now on in what I purchase and what I spend my money on. Yeah, for sure. I know what you're saying. Maybe I'll start maybe I'll I'll start on my Instagram with those things. Like when I find something that's worth it, okay. I will do my this is worth it. Worthit.com. Worth it. Jason Worth should have a website. This is worth it. W E R T H. No, it'd be great if, if I start doing this and it catches on, then I get him to do one of the worth it's with me. I bet you. Where is he these days? You could know. probably do that. That'd be fun. You have like a celebrity endorser of your Jason, website. what'd you think? Worth it. I'm Jason Worth. <laughs> and this has been Worth It. There you go. The warm up show. Worth it. Is it worth it? Well, let me work it. Right. Let me switch it down, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> get her too. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. I don't um, even know who that is. Is it Mary J. Oh, Blige? No, it's um. Oh, I should. I gotta know this. Oh, come on. It's an older. Uh, I know. I know. From like the nineties. Friends love that song. And is it worth it? Queen Latifah? No, it's not Queen Latifah. It's um. I don't think it is. Hold on. Well, what do you What are you gonna type in the Google? Is it worth it? Let me work, work it, it. Song. Work it. Yeah. Let me flip it down. Missy so Elliott. That's ah! it. Yes, I should have known that. That's bad that I actually had to look that up. That is a good tune. Yes. Oh, let me flip it down, switch it, and reverse it. All right. Is it worth it? Oh, you got... Uh, who's working tomorrow? Sila. He is tomorrow? Because yeah. there's one day he's not. Peter Schwartz on Wednesday. I'll do the warm-up show Wednesday then. Unless you want him to do it. Uh, I'll do whatever you like. I prefer you, but... Uh... I'll do it Wednesday. That's okay. Fine. But tomorrow, I'll let Silo do it. Okay. Tomorrow and th- uh, Thursday is Silo. Tomorrow? Wait. Tuesday? Tomorrow, Friday. All right. Boomer's out. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. He's, he's back in Thursday. Thursday. Yes. All yeah. right. All right. Okay, cool. Then we'll see you on... Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. I'll have CeeLo here, though. Right. All right. This so, warm-up show, oh, though, now is me. This one coming up? Yes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. you. You were here for that. Thank you, Jerry. So. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written... It's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And most days it doesn't suck. No, and not in the friendly confines of the studio. Nice to have you with us. 502, it's a new week. Nice to have you with us. The Eddie Scazzeri, you look good. You've recovered well from Friday night. And across from me, his name is Al Jack Dukes. What's Uh, up? Good morning, Jerry. Jerry, this show sheet today, I got to tell you, there are days when it's embarrassingly low where there's like a handful of things on there and I'm embarrassed to send the email around in the morning and go, here's the show sheet. This show sheet today, Jerry, not only we have Yankees, Mets, we had the Masters. We have Odell Beckham. We've got three days. We've got teams tanking in the NBA. I've got uh, an NHL note. I've got a. Wait, what? You have a what? NHL. Look note. at you. I've got uh, Joe Douglas showing up at our event to making news. I mean, I've got Jerry. There's. I have two, two show sheets really. Today. That, well, I mean, That's it, how much stuff it's there a is. weekend show sheet. If you if you're thin on a Monday, wrong business. Uh, yeah, that's true. But, Talk to me tomorrow. But also, you don't always get the Masters. True. Well, that's only really only was one line on my show. Sheet. Yes, Maybe well, John Rom won the Masters. Next. Yeah, and Tiger pulled out. <laughs> what was this? Tiger pulled out and <laughs> he withdrew. He withdrew with a leg injury, foot plantar foot fasciitis. What? And he made the cut too. Really? Yeah. Plantar fasciitis. That's for like football players. Golfers don't even run around. They walk a uh, lot. How about this? Get him a cart. And is it with Casey Martin again? That would have solved the <laughs> Don't problem. think we're getting him a cart. That's not going to work. How did Casey Martin end up with a cart? Uh, well, because he had a degenerative leg issue. Okay, and they let him use a cart. I know. That Masters? was a big fight in the big. Uh, in the courts. It's so funny. I remember going through that with Beningo, and it was before he was playing golf. Yeah. And he, he was furious with it. I got to tell you, if you ask me right now how that ended up, I don't remember. Right, isn't that weird? I do not and remember. And even when like you say Casey Martin, I remember yes, the name. Because it was a big story. It was a huge story. Yeah. Should he be able to have a card or not? Then it became. Then the story became, is golf really a sport? Is right. it a hobby? Oh. What is this golf? Yes, oh, I remember I remember a lot, and there's a lot I don't remember. Yeah, there was an interesting thing that went around Twitter, too, concerning the Masters. Uh, John Rahm, I guess that people have pulled an old tweet of his. Okay. From 2013. Uh, no, no, it's it was, good. It was, okay. It's fun, though, Jerry. Good. They pulled an old tweet of his from 2013 where he took a picture of a fortune cookie he got, and it said, like, great things are going to happen on a – great things are – so whatever. Yeah, okay. And he wrote, "I'm gonna looks like I'm going to win the Masters someday. There you go. And ten years later, I mean, he is like the one of the best players in the world. Oh, so it wasn't a shock. not a shock that he won. But I guess maybe no. ten years ago to him, when he got the fortune sure. cookie, that but would you, have been a you shock. You realize how many guys have stories like that? Fortune cookies. We only hear about the ones that actually works for. Yeah. You know, many like there. I'm sure that there are plenty of guys on tour that have a photo or a saying or a story about becoming the greatest player ever. You know how many of those happen to? Not many. Yeah, I think about that all the time with Jim Carrey. 
Okay. That Jim Carrey had this story once he got famous that he oh yes that check. He, he wrote himself a ten million dollar check and post dated it. Mm-hmm. You know how many clowns after that probably did the same thing and those checks are still sitting in their drawers or in their or in their toilets so they yeah. can wipe their butt with it. Yeah, they wipe their butts with it, yes. Jerry. But they you just, only hear the good stories. You hear the good ones. That is very true, and it's great. It's it's motivational. It's yeah. inspirational, but. It happens to one person. It does. What was interesting was the whole, you know, people wanted to talk about the whole live connection. Live, you know, and Brooks Kepka basically fell apart on Sunday. But Phil Mickelson shoots a 65. He was, he's got the, he's 52 years old, the oldest player now in Masters history to have a top five finish, and he finished second. That's awesome. That is good. There was at one point there I was watching where you had Kepka fell back to eight under. You had, uh, what's his name? John Rahm was at 10. And I'm thinking, boy, if he can lose a couple of shots here, like, you could have a playoff. Like, this would be cool, but that didn't happen. Jerry, look at us breaking down the Masters. That's well, what I'm talking about. That's know, we what we do here. We broke it down. Yeah, you a brought lot of golf. up John Rahm. You brought up Phil Mickelson. Well, you brought up John Rahm. We huh? talked about fortune cookies. Yeah. We are getting it done here today. Yes. By the way, I'm looking at the uh, – I like to put the pitching matchups for the locals on the top oh, of my right show then. sheet. You got a good one tonight. This is you, Darvish, versus Max Scherzer. Correct. I am not a betting man for baseball. I would You're take gonna... the Padres all the way on this one. <laughs> I mean, this has got Mets to say. This has got 4 nothing Padres written all over it. You better hope not. I mean, they had a decent weekend. They win, I know. They win the two games, and then they lose yesterday. Fine. Carlos Carrasco is the biggest problem right now. He stinks. He can't pitch. If Scherzer backs that up with a stinker. Right, that's what I mean. Oh, my gosh. Plus, the Mets are not getting a lot of runs off of you, Darvish. You wouldn't think so. At least it doesn't feel like they have in the past. No. But we'll say I and the Padres last night beat the Braves ten something. You see Nelson Cruz six RBIs. Nelson Cruz did. Guy's forty something years old. Had a hell of an. It's, it's, it's all about old guys now. Man, that guy, Phil Mickelson, Bruce Springsteen, old people, old people doing great rule. things. That, we yes. are not going away. Old people rule. Old people rule. And then do you remember we were talking about the Mets getting shut out nineteen nothing in the two games against the Brewers? Against the Brewers, yeah. You know the Rays just shut out the A's in back-to-back games, a grand total of 22 to nothing. 22 nothing, so A's are not scoring 11 any runs. 11-nothing on Saturday and 11-nothing yesterday. The Rays are 9-0. and Did yes. you know that? I did actually did see an MLB note about that. Yeah, pretty wild. They're killing it. Yeah, they're doing so all right. So what happened here with the Mets? A couple of things, Jerry. Over the One, weekend or just over yesterday? The week, just over the weekend. A couple of things. First of all, you mentioned Carlos Carrasco. His ERA now is a 11. 11.42. Not great. That's not good. No, that, that's got to come down a lot. Jerry, that's not going to get things done. Nope. Uh, everyone loves this Francisco Alvarez. He can't, yeah, but he's not a great catcher. That's the problem. Right. Uh, Marlins 5-for-5 five five stealing against him. They stole five bases? Five. Man, I would, if I was, uh, wow. ooh, ooh, the Padres, Padres got any fast players, Jerry? I'm sure every team's got fast players. I would just be like, steal on this Francisco Alvarez if he's catching. Mm. Make him throw us out. Probably now, in his head now. I, uh, uh, I watched a lot of the Masters yesterday, so we kept flipping back and forth to the Met game. I saw the highlights, but I didn't watch the game like I usually would. What I would wonder is, were they five for five because Alvarez wasn't throwing it well? Or were they five for five because they threw over a couple of times and you can't throw over the third time? Otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. Is it so because the runner jump. had the advantage, right? I don't. I don't know. Now, guys are stealing bases at a much higher clip already this year than they have in the past uh, ten years with this whole pitch clock. So I, I would think that that factored in a little bit. But again, I was on the Masters That's yesterday. That's a good so point. I see pitch by pitch. I do like too, like uh, the start of the season for Mets and Yankees. 
both Judge and Pete Alonso are hitting home runs early. Yeah. I like that. Well, Judge, so you gave me the over-under. You asked me how many Judge would hit over the weekend. I said three. Yes. I said he'd hit one in one game and two in another game. He hit two yesterday, but I don't think he homered Friday or Saturday. So it's just the two, I believe. Yeah, just the two. Yeah. Not bad, though. But not bad, yeah. Not bad. Not and he win. had a cheap one yesterday. One of his home doesn't runs matter. Is a cheap it's one. a it does not matter. I hate when people do that. It like landed in it's like the same field and fence for everybody. It like landed in this like stairwell well, sticking out of the fence. Doesn't matter in Baltimore. If it's so easy, then let everybody else do it. That's true. I mean, he did hit the ball hard and far. It is hard. Yeah, of course, he did. It is far, Jerry. By the way, did you hear the Franchi Cordero Sterling call? I did. I didn't not care great. for it. Not either. I'll play but, it at six thirty. By the way, uh, it's one of these situations where when I was typing up the show sheet, I was you know I always like to say right who hit home runs. Yeah, I go oh, Judge had two, and then I wrote by by listening to the broad, I wrote Frenchy like French, mm-hmm. Frenchy Cordero, which then, makes which sounds more normal. Yeah, and then I went, you know what? I'm going to ch- double check. Look that. at you. It's Franchi Correct. with an A, F-R-A. Yes. That's exactly right. Franchi but you're learning. Cordero. I'm yeah. learning, though, Jerry. But well, Franchi just... Cordero sounds more right. Yes, but that also sounds like uh, one of the girls in uh, the movie. Greece. Greece, yeah. Frenchy. Are you going to watch that new series that's coming up? You the Rise what? of the Pink Ladies? Oh, the Pink Ladies? No. Not what did you think I meant? I knew there was some sort of Greece. Yeah. Related series, but I didn't know it was about the rise of the pink ladies. I'm not watching that. Okay. It was rise. What if there was sex in it? <laughs> I'm sure there will be sex in it. If there was the rise of the greasers, the dudes in leather jackets, I'd be in for that. Yeah. yeah. I'd be interested. I guess. Hmm. So that'll take place right in the 40s or 50s, right? Wasn't Greece? In the 50s, I believe. The 50s. The okay. Greece was the 50s, yep. Uh, Starling Marte, Jerry, hurt his neck yesterday. <laughs> Another med goes down. Another med injury. My God. I don't understand this one because he was stealing third base. He slides in there. He hits his head with a helmet on mm-hmm. into Gene Segura's knee. Yeah. Strained his neck. Yeah. Why don't you What's come that? here and slide into my knee? Let's see how your neck's doing. Well, give me a helmet. Yeah, but your neck still gets snapped back a little bit. Oh. And they're going to they're gonna monitor him for a concussion, too, just to, oh, make really? sure, just to make sure everything's okay. I took a line drive in the head yesterday. In the batting cage in the backyard. Now, it Did was you have not a helmet a, on. No, and it wasn't a full regular baseball. It was one of those pitching machine balls, which is a little spongier. Yeah, yeah. Joseph, right back at me in a line, and I usually stand behind the screen, and I just didn't get out of the way quick enough. Put Boom. it in before I knew it. Right down for the count. Did you go down? I did. Did you I got yell? up? I went inside. I told him put all this away, and I put a piece of I put a frozen spinach thing on my head. Oh, you went old school. You didn't oh. have a, an old. You didn't have a frozen steak to use. I did not have a frozen steak. I went frozen spinach. Okay, and it worked because I don't think you, you see have any, any bumps. Your, no, I'm good. Well, good for you. Happened quickly though. Yeah. So if you want, if you want to slide into my into my knee, we'll see how your neck or head's doing. I don't want to do that. You can even have a helmet. I don't want to do it with a helmet or without a helmet. <laughs> Justin Verlander seems to think he's he'll be pitching this month, Jerry. Well, you know, he said that Friday, the month of April. Yeah, he said he's. Well, where are we he now? He basically said he's... Oh, April 10th. Yeah, he said he's 75. He can throw 75% or something. Like He's like, I'll be back before the end of April. Okay. Good. Remember what he said, too, though, when he, quote-unquote, got injured. It was, if this was later in the season and these games were really important down the stretch, because I'm pitching. But in, in March and April, let's chill out and make sure I'm 100%. I actually think it's a, I think it was All the right. smart thing to do. I'm okay with that then as well. Yeah, it's fine. And he'll be he'll be ready to go. I don't know when or where he will make his Mets debut, 
but I do believe him when he says it'll be before the end of the month. All right. And they they'll, they can use that, too. They're going to need a jolt because right now it has they've been average. And I mean, the record says they're average. They're 5-5, five and five, but they really have been a very average team. So that will be, especially if Carrasco still stinks by then. And Seng has been good. He has been he good. He was good Saturday. I saw this little fella, Jerry, a little fan. He was hanging uh, ghosts, pictures of ghosts for each strikeout that Senga had mm-hmm. on, uh, when was it, Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, and he had uh, a rough first inning, I believe. Yeah, but kind of like in, remember in Miami, yeah. he had the rough first inning and then pitched terrific into the sixth, I believe yeah, it was. I don't like, you know what? Sometimes these big-time pitchers, like... Uh, we got to settle in. Yeah. Who was the guy with Tanaka? Tanaka. And Cole Garrett is the Cole. same way, too. If you get to Cole, you got to get him early. Because yeah. once he gets to that first inning, you're in trouble. Right. Like, he's he kind of locks it down they after that. And I don't, down. I don't know what it is. I don't know if... I can't imagine at this point in their career, they don't know what the proper, you know, pregame routine would be. Of course they do. But it doesn't seem to work a lot of it times. Doesn't. And then all of a sudden, they flip the switch. Second inning, here we go. Kind of reminded me of Brett Favre. Sometimes in big games, he'd be all over the place early in the game. He'd be all jacked up. Well, and in some big games, he was all over the place for the full four quarters. That's true. Yeah. This would happen with him. He also lost a lot of big games. Like Aaron Rodgers has right. lost a lot of big games. You won a lot of big games, you lost a lot Tom of Tom Brady games. has lost Super Bowls. He sure has. Yes, he has. A couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if not for his kicker, he might have lost a couple others. His idiot kicker, Jerry, got well, all liquored up. I mean, I don't mean his, um, wow, I'm blanking out on his name. Imagine wow. I mean, this guy's like one of the greatest kickers ever. Well, Eddie, he help me out. The, oh, my God. Verlander. No, not, not Verlander. Oh. oh, my God. It's something the guy like... who kicked it in the snow against the Raiders. The Patriots kicker. Patriots Totally kickers. blanking out. Oh, my God. Patriots kickers over the, the years. The Hall of Famer. He Vinatari. went to the Colts. Thank you. Yes, thank you. By the way, they've had a couple. I I typed in just Patriots kickers. Right. Well, Guskowski would be the next guy. Yeah. But that's not who I was thinking of. It right. I'm just saying. Vinatieri. And by the way, Adam Vinatieri was the idiot kicker. With the Colts? Because when he was with the Colts is when Peyton Wasn't Manning... it Vanderjack? Yeah, uh, I don't think that's true. Vanderjack? Yes. I think you're right, Eddie. That was not Vinatieri. Another V. I'm just now watching this, Jerry. Our idiot kicker. <laughs> Our liquored up kicker, I thought. Mike Vanderjack. Yep. That's That sounds right. I was going to say, I didn't think Vinatieri went there as a Hall of Famer and basically continued and had a great second career with the Colts. Yes. Which is really something. Isn't that bad, but I'm confusing him with uh, the idiot kicker, Mike Vanderjack. Yes, which was years and years prior. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a Our bad... idiot kicker got all liquored up on television. You're giving him a bad rap. Yes, I sure am. <laughs> and he didn't need that. He was doing just fine without you. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. It's 516. Right. We are just getting started on your Monday morning. And a big Monday program for Boomer and Geo begins at 6 on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 after 5. Good morning to you. It is Monday. you got to go to work. you got to go to school. Actually, a lot of the kids are off from school this week because of Easter. It's an Easter Monday. Must be not. Yes, it is an Easter Monday. That's right. Did you go to church yesterday? I did not. And did you go to church yesterday? <laughs> no shot in hell. <laughs> I'm joking, Eddie. <laughs> Jerry, we almost had a brouhaha in baseball yesterday. Yeah, you came pretty close, I actually. I thought we were going to get our first brouhaha you, yeah. between the Pirates and White Sox. By, by the way, this whole thing sucks. What do you mean? Because the Pirates aren't any good anyway. For them to lose their, their up-and-coming star player sucks. O'Neal Cruz. Yes. So he was trying to score from third. Uh, there was a throw home to the plate, which was high. The catcher had to jump up and get it, yeah. put the tag on him, and uh, O'Neal Cruz uh, fractured ankle. his ankle. Yeah. It looked like a couple of things. It looked like his foot got caught, and then the catcher comes down on it. Yeah. I, People were mad at the catcher. I don't know what he's supposed to do in that. I actually thought, um, tell me he's blocking the plate, and he shoulders him like, you know, the old days. Yeah. I, I I watched this a couple times. Yeah. Horrendous slide by O'Neal Cruz. It just looks unfortunate. It was a terrible slide. He slid too late. He, he didn't get down. Yeah. And he got his ankle all jacked up. Yep. And then uh, forget who it was on the Pirates who started John at the catcher who did nothing wrong. I didn't think he did anything wrong either. The only thing I would say, and I don't know if this was why he got upset. I have not had a chance yet to go back and listen to any of the post game sound because I don't think we have any yet. Um, I'll try and find. You don't have that. any post game Pirates White Sox sound? Jerry? Well, but you know, you make fun of that though. We do have a national sports radio oh, network. That's a good point. That right I would down the think. And maybe it's in there. I don't know. Right, because this was a big play. Absolutely. And it's a story first... on the front page of ESPN. Oh, is that right? Yeah, this oh, is it's O'Neill Cruz. This is like their guy. He's their only guy. This is like their Anthony Volpe. Mm. You know, their up-and-coming superstar. They yeah. Um, on one of the replays, the way the catcher slams the mask down, I'm wondering if they took exception to that. Yeah, he kind of close to him. He kind of turned around and said something to him, but... I, I, not knowing that the guy's foot got caught, Correct. He broke his ankle. He thought he was just trying to take him out. And he's like, right. ah, you know. We, yeah, but I whatever. and I thought the way he slammed the, his mask down, I yeah, thought too. But he was unaware so, of what after, had really of course. happened. He, he slammed the, his mask down after the, right after, after the, play. the play, like all in one in one uh, in one sequence, basically. Because yes. one of the other great things the catcher did for the White Sox was he kicked the bat out of the way. You know the 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 ball was hit. And the batter in his running towards first, you know, kind mm-hmm. of threw the bat. The catcher had insight to kick the bat away while waiting for the throw home. Yeah. Like, he did everything right. Yeah. And you almost so, had a brouhaha. And you almost had a brouhaha. But it didn't escalate too much. So no zero brouhaha's so far this uh, year. So far, correct. We haven't had any uh, had punches thrown. One. We had a punch thrown in an NBA game, but not... Not in a baseball that game. That is true, Jerry. We did have a... What is going on with the Minnesota Timberwolves? That was Rudy Gobert. They this are guy. spiraling out of control right now. Well, we'll see. they got to play the Lakers tomorrow night. So they had two They had two things in one game, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so Gobert uh, punched a teammate in the huddle. 
he then punched uh, he Kyle Anderson in the chest. And then you had the other kid who was frustrated by a foul that he got called for, and he punched a wall and broke his hand. Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, that's not smart. So he gets called on a foul? Yeah. And then is going back to the locker room? I get, I, I don't know where he punched the wall. I saw he pulled, punch, you could see it. But he punched it's the wall. heading to the locker like yeah. in the tunnel. He punches the wall. And then realized, whoops. And then another uh, Rudy Gobert punching a teammate. I yeah. mean, wh- they are spiraling out of control. They're these. falling apart. And Rudy Gobert is the guy who started COVID. Yeah, well, no, he didn't start he COVID. He started no, COVID. No, 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 no. He's, he did not start COVID. There was COVID. controversy, he, Jerry. Some people the, said. He's the one that fooled around thinking it was nothing and might have spread it on the team. Some people said, did COVID start at a wet market in Wuhan? <laughs> did it start at, uh, mm-hmm. what do you call those, at a lab? No, Rudy Gobert. No, it was not Rudy Gobert. Started the whole Wrong. thing. Wrong. Wrong. Touching everything that day Stop when it. he had the COVID. Stop it. He spread it with a couple of guys on his team. Yeah. That was it. So He was not responsible for the thousands and thousands of people that got COVID. That's what you say. I mean, uh, this is what I say. That's it's a controversy. But not a great teammate. You yeah, can't so be that, punching your teammates. And what are they? I think they're the eighth seed I was reading. Uh, well, yeah, they're playing the Lakers in the play-in game. Uh, to, is it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow night. I'm almost certain of it. And then how about this? I like Mark Cuban on Shark Tank. Yeah. He's one of my favorite guys. But this is a bad look. The NBA is investigating the Mavericks for tanking in a game against the Bulls on Friday night. Sitting key players and, quote-unquote, Jerry, blew an 11-point lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Then Jason Kidd, after the game, goes, ah, the lineup choices, that was an organizational decision. It's business. That's terrible. Business. They ought to throw Mark Cuban right out of the league. They're not going to throw Mark Cuban out of the league because they're not the only ones that do this. I'd be like this if I was Adam Silver. And Mark Cuban, that's why I'm out. And you're out. Get lost. He's not getting lost. They'll find him and that'll be the end of it. But he get they. this could have been a game that they make the playoffs, correct? I think they could have gotten into the play-in. The play-in, deal. yes. They could have gotten into the play-in. That's correct. They opted to be losers instead. Yeah. That's a loser attitude. Yeah. And I don't like it one bit. You know what? They now they got to make. They've got bigger things to worry about. What do you mean? They got to figure out now if they want to re-sign Kyrie Irving because it certainly seems like it seems like they want to. Now I'm just checking because if you're so I'm looking. They finished two games behind the Thunder, but the Thunder had the tiebreaker. So if you go back, they needed a hope and a prayer Friday. I don't know. I don't necessarily know that they really had a legit chance to still make the playing game. So even if they'd won that game, it wouldn't have, it might not I have don't mattered. know that it would have mattered. Okay. I'm not sure. Now, now where it does matter, I think are more draft picks yeah. and I know the Knicks are involved in that whole scenario with the top 10 lottery protect. So there's a lot of different things at play here. I I'd have to go back. Friday is such a blur because of our live show. Um I don't think they could have made the playoffs because I, I think they even if they would have tied them they would have lost the tiebreaker okay but that would have that would have been a better look yeah but you know what i mean win the game you're out anyway we always do this when it happens yeah what and what's going to change nothing absolutely what about a hefty nothing. fine yeah and he'll pay it and we'll move on Mark Cuban's worth eight billion dollars. Well, so you got to find him four hundred grand. Great, no. here you go. Let me take it out of my pocket for you. You got to make it a percentage of his net worth. You can't do that. Not That's you, what I would you're say. Not or doing, you're not doing don't it. let him join the lottery. Oh yeah, no lottery. That would be the best because like, that's why they did it. Yeah, well, I know that, but I don't know that if you. I don't know if the NBA bylaws allow that. 
Because there are rules. That's the in problem. Place. There's so many rules in place. Yeah, there are. Of course, there are. That's the way things work. One thing I did have to uh, my gosh. S- scratch off my show sheet, Jerry. You know, I have a show sheet, and uh, in the morning, this morning when I came in, I had a, one item I had to <laughs> delete. Which was? OBJ to visit the Jets today. Yeah, that's not happening. Odell Beckham Jr. He was all set to uh, meet with the Jets. I thought, well, this is, looks like it's a done deal then. I mean, it goes to show it's it, it's all about money. Right. I mean, I hate when people say it's not. It always is. He signs with the Ravens, mm-hmm. who have no quarterback right. right now. And the first, you know what's so funny, is one of the first stories I read yeah. was he joined, he joined the Ravens to play with Lamar Jackson, which he still might. But Lamar Jackson also could be traded, could sit out. Right, like he... Who knows? I, I read in one of the articles, uh, one of the first people he called was he... Lamar Jackson. If I'm a Lamar Jackson, I'd be like, why'd you sign here? <laughs> Dude, I'm what not you, playing. Yeah, I, I said goodbye to Baltimore already. <laughs> right, right. I don't know who's throwing you a football. Good luck. And at the end of the day, he's got, I think, 15 million guaranteed. Could make 18 million. I guess. But he probably, it seems like he could have got that same deal with the Jets. Maybe. You have Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Were the, the Jets going to give him eight, up to 18 million? I don't know. I don't know that they were. I don't know they weren't. I know you had Joe Douglas there Friday night. You should have asked him. Joe Douglas was knee-deep in ranch dressing, yes, Jerry. Yes, he was. I know. I felt bad for him because Joe Douglas came out to our event on Friday night. Uh, he made news by saying that uh, Aaron Rodgers was, quote, he's going to be here. Yep. But then Joe Douglas was one of the people that poured a big thing of ranch dressing on Peter Schwartz, and it got all over Joe Douglas's pants. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I actually removed myself from that because I figured that was going to be a mess, so I watched from behind. I did as well, but then I, we had to go back onto the stage where there was ranch dressing. Very slippery. My shoes. By the way, ranch dressing smells. Oh, it smells so bad, yeah. Jerry. Yeah. And I had it on my shoes, and I had it a little bit on my jeans. It smelled up my car on my no, ride disgusting. home. It's so disgusting. Yeah. And poor Joe Douglas. I mean, I'm sure we paid him to be there, so he's going to have. Uh, we'll probably get his. Uh, I think he can afford new pants. His his pants. But what if it was? He was probably like, I'm going to go out on stage. I'm going to wear my nice pants, <laughs> and then I got all ranch dressing on them. Uh, listen, they he didn't have to do that. No, he did not. They asked him, and he was more than happy to do it. It yes. was fun. It I was mean, fun. I felt bad for Peter Schwartz, but you know, whatever. We we first saw his uh, high school yearbook photo. We were like, who's this guy with the Kiss shirt on and a mullet. That was pre- he had a cool photo, and it was Joe Douglas. He and Eddie's photo were pretty good. Yeah, and then Joe Go- Douglas came bouncing out, said uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be here, poured some ranch dressing, and hit the bricks. That was it. By the way, I did see that Aaron Rodgers and uh, Alan Lazar Lazar uh, got together for a workout. <laughs> I know his name, Jerry. Do not look at me that way. <laughs> well, you call him Lazar. Lazar. <laughs> Alan Lazar. Yeah, they, they got together. You know why? Because he's going to be here. Because he's going to be here. Can we get this done? I'm so tired of talking about him already. Well, we're not really talking about it. You are. We just spent three minutes on it. I was really. I was. That was under my show sheet under ranch. But dressing. how did it start? Aaron Rodgers going to be here. Right. Exactly. That was kind of cool to see that make news. Aaron. Ro- yes. That was neat. Yeah. It kind of was. Uh, got spread around. And it should. Yeah. Because that's the Jets GM. Yes. I felt bad every time my wife tried to tell the story. Of the ranch dressing. She kept saying, oh, and the Jets manager, general manager. And finally, yesterday at one point, she goes, will you please tell me what the difference is? Yes, please. Well, tell me as well, Jerry. I'd love to Shut know. up. <laughs> you knock it off. A manager and a general <laughs> He's manager. He's a GM. He makes the decisions on the roster. Come on now. All right, we'll take a break. It's 535. Boomer and Geo Monster Show coming up for you at 6 right here on the Fan. Go away. 
You know what this Mississippi Queen. Yes. So when I was in college, we had I took a radio class. Now I had already known how to edit tape. Yeah. I don't know how, but I did. Probably from a prior class that I took. They made us edit this song like two two classes in a row. And the classes were three hours. I was dreaming about Mississippi Queen for weeks. Oh my god, that's so funny! I just saw a uh, who sung that song? Mountain, Mountain. Okay, and the great Leslie West on guitar, who was a longtime Howard Stern guest back when he couldn't get real guests. Okay. <laughs> you know, when it was fun. You in know, the, back in, in the, the day early was, 90s. Yeah, back in the day when it was fun and real guests wouldn't come on. He would right. have Leslie West on. Yeah, so that was, uh, yeah. I know, I was scrolling and I saw it. I was like, I have not That's played a pretty that good in one. a long time. I like that. <laughs> uh, by the way, the Mets uh, plan to adjust the uh, gigantic New York Presbyterian patch. Yeah, that didn't take long. That did not take long. Uh, Fans did not like, and I guess Steve Cohen also doesn't like the uh, the fact that it's Philly's colors. Well, and it's and it's the entire sleeve, and it's, it's the entire big. sleeve. Other the colors than, are wrong. It, other than those two things, they really nailed it. That what first I don't get time. is how many filters does this go through right. before it's put on the sleeve, or did they announce this thing and then just start stitching them? Right? Did no one run it by Steve Cohen? Maybe not, because if he's not happy when he saw it, clearly it might have been the first time he saw it. I would think. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I also thought they should put the. I heard Howie talking about this on the broadcast because he was discussing how the fans were not happy or pleased yeah. with the patch. And I'm, I get it. That's fine. I think you won't, you'll forget about it once it's adjusted. I would do two things. Change the colors from red to orange, mm-hmm. obviously. And I would also include the pinstripe so that it looks seamless on the shirt. I see. I think that would look cool, too. You know, the pinstripe stops for the letters and then continues. Oh, I see. And it kind of blends into the jersey. Sure, you better get that idea over to them before they make another dumb patch. Who do I call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't want to call Ghostbusters. <laughs> Who do I call? Harold? Who's over there? Um, Harold is over there. Yeah, you can reach out to him. Actually, uh, I don't think he is. He might have left. No, I think he's still there. He's still there? All yep. Right. Uh Two minor league baseball notes. Minor league. Uh, We're doing minor league baseball. That's correct, Jerry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can barely get you to do major league baseball. Well, two fun things. <laughs> okay. Well, one's college baseball, one's minor league baseball. All right. Uh, Indianapolis University, Jerry. That is small town. We are going deep. That is small town college baseball. Yeah. John Cougar Mellencamp don't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis University, a fellow there named Brady Ware. Impressed or not impressed, Jerry, he threw a no-hitter. How could I not be impressed? And hit for the cycle. Same game. In the same game? That's awesome. I was born in a small town. That's got to be the first time that's ever happened, no? It seems like it. How could it not be? Yeah, I'm not counting like 1901 when... Guys were hitting no, that doesn't tobacco count. balls all around I, the place. I, no, I'm not counting that either. Right. I don't I don't care for that. I mean, I don't know who they played, but they must suck. Because no, no, no. What a dominant performance. He had a great day. Brady Ware. Yeah, there's nothing wrong Someone with that. Someone got to sign that guy up. I would he's the next Shohei Otani, I think. What um what what class? What does that mean? Senior, oh. junior, sophomore. <laughs> that I don't know. This is, is what I do know, Jerry. What's his name? Brady, Brady Ware. Brady Ware. Here's all I need to know, Jerry. The guy threw a no hitter, hit for the cycle. 
And we have a guy that the Mets are interested in named Shohei Otani. What if we brought in Brady Ware instead? Uh, yeah, that's what I would yeah, do, I don't Jerry. think that that's going to work. Sign that guy up before someone else takes him. <laughs> that's not going to work. Well, it's not going to work for you. It works for me. It's not the same as Shohei Otani. The Mets signed this Stop guy. Stop the next Shohei Otani is here. His name is Brady it? Ware. So this is D two baseball. He was born in a small town. <laughs> He's a graduate student, by the way. Graduate student. Yeah, so he's like a fifth year player. Wow. Scored twice, four for four. Scored two runs and drove in five. Also had seven hitless innings with eleven strikeouts against Drury University. Drury. Drury. There are way too many colleges. Drury. I would say Drury University. You're done after this year. No more. No more classes for you. They were actually the D, uh, the D two national champions last year. Oh, well, and this guy just shut their no, asses I'm just right down. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> then Jerry, let me give you this one: <laughs> the L A Angels Double A affiliate. Well, what they do now as a team, Jerry? This was did not Shohei Otani go pitch? <laughs> he did not. Okay, as a team, this was not an individual, Jerry. Okay, as a team, they threw a no hitter. But but lost seven to five. Oh. They threw a no hitter and gave up seven runs. Andy Hawkins threw a no hitter for the Yankees and they lost. That's happened before. Yeah, it's weird. But right, Andy Haw- uh, maybe no. Yeah, Andy Hawkins, I think. But Jerry, they In gave Chicago. up they gave up seven runs. That's a lot of and runs. They threw a no hitter. So how many walks? They walked five. How many errors? They hit four batters. Wow. So that's nine people aboard that way. And how many errors? And threw a run scoring wild pitch. <laughs> they also had a dropped a dropped fly ball with the bases loaded. That scored by at least Woo! two runs. Do you uh, God, could you imagine you throw a no hitter and you gotta go into the you gotta get on the bus afterwards and like be shamed that you lost? Like that manager had it like after the game, I'm sure there's like local press that after the game they're gonna be let me get this straight. We just threw a no hitter and gave up seven runs and lost. Yeah, that's uh, rough. That it, is rough. I agree. That's rough. That is not great. That is a rough one. Yeah, not good. Not good. I heard CeeLo. What did he do? Well, I heard CeeLo in the overnight program. I'm not sure where Sal is. Maybe he's on vacation. Maybe he's filling in for somebody. I'm not sure. Sal has had a lot of uh, pick up a weekend shift. Oh, you know where Sal is? I think Sal's working evenings. I believe Keith McPherson is off for the next few weeks. Okay. So Sal's working evening. So I we, think so. So CeeLo's on. And CeeLo went to Quinnipiac. Yes, they won the college hockey national champion yes. Frozen Four Saturday. I really only know a Quinnipiac because they do polls. Yes, the Quinnipiac poll. The Quinnipiac poll says mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I will tell you, great basketball arena. Oh, is that right? Beautiful basketball arena, yes. If, if you're someone who, if you're a high school student looking to go to college and you're somebody who loves polls, I would go to Quinnipiac. I'd just go there and just. Work on polls my whole life. If that's what you want to do for a living, there you go. Why don't you start the Duke's poll? You can start your own poll. Yeah, because there don't was need Quinnipiac. A, there was like an the, the I'm trying to think of like other famous polls, and really Quinnipiac now is known the for stripper polls. poll. <laughs> that's a good one, Jerry. The Thank stripper you. poll is a good one. Why don't you start your own poll? My own polling, and then you could sell it, and you can make money. Uh, the uh, the Duke's poll is in, and it says uh, most people love pancakes. <laughs> That's the type of poll you yeah. want to do. I, I thought you meant I was talking politics, but. Yeah, they get, uh, Quinnipiac does a lot of politics polls. I heard there was a town in Pennsylvania that was voted the best place to live in the country. Oh, is that right? I did. I Now, I don't know who did this poll. 
She got the pole mm-hmm. <laughs> and did what with it? <laughs> well, anyway, Jerry, they, as you reported, they uh, they did win the national championship for college hockey. Quinnipiac. The Quinnipiac did, and their coach Rand Pecknold. That's a cool name. Yeah, it is a cool name. He's been there forever. CeeLo was telling me the guy got there before the Rangers won the cup, so he'd been there a long time. Wow. He was so emotional after the game when an ESPN reporter was asking him questions. He just said, may I hug you? He was so emotional. <laughs> well, it's their first one. Yeah, he needed to hug. And it was a male You ever reporter. need a hug? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't like a... a hug. I'm with you. Stay away. <laughs> yeah. I did not need a hug. in When I was almost crying at Bruce Springsteen concert, I didn't need a hug. I'm with you. This you guy just, needed a hug, and he got the one. Moment. And he got one. He got one from the... Now, luckily, it was a male ESPN reporter. There'd have been a problem today that the guy wanted to hug some. Listen, there can be a problem young, anywhere, beautiful anytime. Woman. We'll... I want it because Joe Namath got in trouble for wanting to kiss Susie Colbert. Okay, and if it was Adam Schefter, it'd be any better. Adam, I want to kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, think to each his own. There are sometimes things happen. Yeah, that... he, he was drunk out. Right. I'm just saying that are so bizarre. Yes. And you can't we, even believe they're real. We break it down at the moment and then forget about it for years. I don't think we have forgotten about Joe Namath wanting that to Chris so Susie Colbert. Wild. Yes, that, I know. that happened on live TV. Yes, during a football game, national audience drunk. Absolute insanity. I know. I know. These are the uh, the and moments that we profe- do remember. And what a professional she was, Jerry. She was great. Wasn't she amazing in that she moment? Was great. I mean, you get put in some awkward situations sometimes as reporters on live TV. Yeah. Well, Tracy Wolfson dealt with a couple of odd um, instances during the NCAA tournament. She handled it like a pro. Yeah. Susie Colbert's interesting from the standpoint of, think about how long ago. What year would you say that was? Man, I would. It's a long time yeah. ago. She looks, you can make the case, she looks as, you talk about like slowing down the aging process. Yes. She looks as good, if not better today than she did then. Yeah, some people, they just. It's amazing. Don't age. Yeah. They age gracefully. Age gracefully. Yes. Yep. And slowly. Which yeah. is pretty impressive. Speaking of which, I saw, uh, I was actually was just thinking this this morning. I went in the back to get a coffee, and there's a television on. Yeah. And they had ABC on, and uh, Sam Champion still looks terrific. He looks wonderful. Well, I guess I'm thinking well, of the Well, why would Sam Champion not look terrific? I'm just saying, because he was a good-looking dude 100 years ago, too. Well, it wasn't 100 years ago. It was probably 20 years ago. And all I kept thinking, every time I see him, all I think about is Mike Piazza and that whole weird rumor. It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Like, all these years later. I don't even... Right? That doesn't even compute for me. You don't think of that? I know, I don't. That's all I Actually. think of when I see Sam Champion. Okay. He gets off the screen like, what was the weather? All I was thinking about was the rumors of Sam Champion and Mike Piazza. You didn't get the sense it be 65 and sunny today? No, is that right? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, by the way, real quick, this yeah. is why you need to start your own poll. So I told you the town in Pennsylvania, best place to live in America. Yes. That was by something called niche.com. No. Then if you go to money.com, Tempe, Arizona is the best place to live in America. Then if you check Business Insider, Charleston, yep. South Carolina is the best place to live. If you check HGTV, it's Boulder, Colorado. We need a Duke's poll. I know. And it can't be Bradley Beach. That's not going to be the answer. It's going to be somewhere in Arizona. You put your poll out there yesterday, right? We saw it. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> and then if you check U.S. News & World Report, it's Huntsville, Alabama. That's Where the to plant the poll into a tiny box. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to step aside. When we come back, Boomer and Geo will be here. Right now, we have an Odyssey Sports Minute. Noemi Lawrence, she's off. John Marks on Odell Beckham Jr.
It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. The guys are standing by. we got a minute or so to go. What else you got there, Al? Jerry, I have an NHL note for you to close it oh, out. Oh, good Lord. I couldn't believe the Boston Bruins. They uh, won 63 games. How about that? Which is a record. Quick question, Jerry. I know the answer. Before the audience, how many games are there in an NHL season? 140. There's not 140 games. I'm kidding. 110. I don't even think it's 110. I think it's like 80-something. 80 82. 82. It's the same as basketball. So 63 is pretty good. You think? Pretty good, Jerry. They still have a couple to go. I was expecting it to be like like they broke the record of some team that before there was even ice. You know what I mean? Like way back then. But it was the 95-96 uh, Red Wings. It's very impressive what they've done this yeah, year. But we've talked. Boomer's talked about the Bruins all season long. About how right? they've been so much better than everybody else. Yeah. Well, they better win the Cup then. Other than, otherwise, all for naught. As if we they say. don't, it will be one of the biggest disappointments in franchise really? history. Well, well, it's could not, it not be? A, a lot of President's Trophy uh, winning teams. Teams don't, don't win, win the Stanley Cup. Exactly President's right. Trophy means the most points during the regular season. Now. Hot goalie. Get a hot goalie and you never know. And then you can't score. We've seen, well, yeah. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.